J-E-T-S. Screw us all. Are you kidding me? You have to be absolutely kidding me. That entire game was trending towards a Jets plus 340 money line W. When I say this was signed, sealed, delivered, Jets are up 10. So I'm on the cast. I decided to pull on Jets money line in addition to Jets plus 10, which was obviously the lot. I can't believe, I can't believe that the Jets decided 27-20 with six to go-ish on first down to go Joe, Shane, Flacco, Falco, all kinds of da-bomb deep. And what happens? Interception. Interception. Patriots go down and score. This is what Bill Belly does. Gutsy performance. Another three and out. Boom. Ball back. Nick Folk, the ex-Jet. You better believe he's not missing that. I, I just, everything about that game last night bothered me. Because bad football teams find a way to lose. Good football teams find a way to win. Now, what's interesting to note is that the Jets really didn't want to win. Uh, they remain winless. They remain in protection of the Trevor Lawrence pick. It's going to be very fascinating. You know Donald's going on the move, baby, if, if Lawrence is coming to New York. So they maintain their 0-9 position. They go into the standings easily, the worst team in football. Uh, and, and that's no knock to Jacksonville, who's sitting there at 1-7. But that would be the other team in contention here. And then you have, of course, Washington at 2-6 and six, and the Giants and Dallas are 2-7. and seven. Everybody else in the league, literally, uh, outside of, you know, a few garbage AFC teams, sorry, uh, rebuilding, restructuring, or like Bill O'Brien-less squads or just Chargers football uh, are also at two wins. So it's an interesting after week nine takeaway. I mean, I kind of look at the board this past week and I say to myself, man, I almost cleaned it. I almost swept it. I lost the Cardinals over Tua. I would go back and do that again. And Brady hasn't been swept in 20 years. He gets swept. He gets ransacked, ran out of the building, bent over. This is a joke. So, again, you know, I should have caught myself because I was on the Saints minus four and a half against the Bears week prior. I did the research. I realized in these three particular weeks, Sean Payton and his staff are very good against the spread. I believe it was 13-3-1 in these three particular weeks, 7-9. through nine. So I should have known that, uh, at least reminded myself of that, considering I was on the Saints a week prior. And if you're really watching, I mean, look, public was on the Bucks. I know some quality guys on the Bucks. I, I just, I look at that and I say, all right, we've learned this enough on the podcast. The divisional games, you're getting plus three, you got to take the three most times. Now, not always, but a lot of the time. And a short week for the Bucks, who really looked mediocre at best in New York on Monday Night Football, you got to make that note, I got to be better. But uh, just carrying over to more New York mediocre football, I, I just cannot believe the Jets last night. I mean, what else are you waiting for? To get a W wrapped up, just gift-basking Festivus miracles to the Patriots, dude. Bill Belly, they haven't started two and six since Brady. This was all about all the cast was talking about. It's all we wanted to see. It's the first time. Shout out to my homie Hermanson, who was telling me that the three starting uh, wide receivers for the Jets were all suited up properly. 
So obviously this was a game we wanted to see upset City. But again, another note for you all out there listening that are looking at the boards, looking at the rivalry games in particular for your division, if you have a team you like, to protect the, the, the points at all costs because a lot of the time the points will cover. I mean, I'll never forget that Niners-Rams game a few weeks back after the Dolphins shat on the Niners and everyone was high on the Rams after the Washington game. And it's like, that's Trap City. Another Trap City game, but we already know this to be true. Seattle goes across the country once a year and drops an A. Drops an absolute gutter ball. Abysmal. And, And they did fine offensively. I mean, that's a horrendous defense right now. That needs to button up. Period. Should have brought back Jadavian. Should have. So the Bills, though. I mean, this is the NFL. The Bills lose twice in a row. Everyone's down on them. What happens? They win. It's it's buyer's remorse. You know, these games, you felt like the Bills game was over in the first quarter. You felt like the Saints game was over in the first quarter. Nothing worse than being on the wrong side. Only thing worse feeling than that is... It's got to be up there with probably those sick, 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 bad beat losses. That actually did happen a lot. I mean, that's the other crazy thing. There's so many bad beats this week. It's just, again, you study the board. You look at it objectively. We try to figure out what, what side is the public truly on. Everybody was on Seattle. Everybody. You get three points in Bill's Mafia waking up. They love that cold weather, baby. Russell Wilson, he's taming Paula over there, man. He's, he's one-man banning this week. By the way, is there anyone that eats more in life than David Moore, thanks to Russell Wilson? I mean, you got to be freaking kidding. I mean, that's absolutely a, a career made for an otherwise 77 Madden wide receiver. Uh, interesting, interesting Tuesday. Uh, three games in college football. And starts at 4.30 later today. Um, with, I think it's 4.30 Pacific. Uh, 4 o'clock, rather. 4 o'clock's Akron versus Ohio. Not to be confused with Akron, Ohio. We got Kent State versus Bowling Green. We got Miami of Ohio versus Buffalo. Interesting board. Buffalo looks right, but 7.5. That's a tough one. And, you know, I don't know these teams. I know Kent State to be a quality club that came back and won um, from comeback fashion last week. And Akron versus Ohio, baby. You always love a little rivalry. So I'm not even going to dance on any of those. I'm just going to carry over till the next day. And we'll work on getting uh, a little bit of soccer and a little bit of something to something going tomorrow. But it's a quiet, humble Tuesday in the sports gambling neighborhood, unless you want to do a little international tennis or some sick soccer or some very mediocre college football, which you always can do. If I had to absolutely do one thing, then I'd figure out a way to tease Buffalo at minus seven and a half down and tease it with another team, maybe even playing tomorrow, like uh, Western Michigan's playing tomorrow, Ball State's playing tomorrow. They're an eight and a half point favorite. Central Michigan's playing tomorrow, seven and a half. You could tease that. You know, I don't like anything money line tonight, though. All right. Decent week. We'd appreciate it if you subscribe. We're top 10 in the sports gambling podcast world, baby. Really appreciate all support. Thank you for listening. Shout out to the homies. The day once, the field once. Eh. 
Mondwine Monaco on all platforms. Show some love, baby. We out of here. We're out.